right? Luke 8, 4 through 15. And when a great crowd gathering and people from town to town came to him, he said in a parable, and I think uh, we're talking about Jesus, right? Um, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up, and it choked it. And some fell into good soil, and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears, he or she who has ears, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables, the story, so that seeing, they may not see. And um, so that seeing, they may not see. Uh, where am I? Oh, and hearing, they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's extend our hands out to Roger and pray for him. So, Father, thank you for the word, Holy Spirit. We ask that it would be a living word, not just a printed paper or something that was written 2,000 years ago, but that it would be alive and active in our hearts and in Roger and in me as, as we think about it and talk about it. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, when I uh, corralled you into uh, doing one of these sermons, as I've done with Lorinda and Robin and other people over the years. Um, we were talking about other things, but you said that this was a, a scripture that was kind of on your heart. What was it that led you to this, this passage? Well, I can't claim to say that it was like the Spirit leading me to the passage necessarily. Maybe it was, but um, I've been reading through Luke um, recently, and, and this one just... I don't know, it always strikes me because um, it has to do with gardening and um, and plants and growing and, and that sort of thing. And, and my kids have gotten me into kind of thinking that way now. They've, they've, they're the ones responsible for the garden at our, at our home and my wife Patty as well. And so, um, so yeah, it just strikes me that there are different kinds of 
soils that the seed falls into and kind of what happens to the seed, the word, the message, um, and that, and I can identify with, with those different soils completely. <laughs> yeah, so one of the things that you had said was that you felt like all the soils were in you. Exactly, yeah. It's like, I wish I was good soil all the time, but I can completely identify with um, maybe not hearing the message and having it devoured straight away. Like, but, but definitely my roots. You have a question? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought you went like this. Um, but I can totally identify, I guess, with um, you know being on the rocky soil with like receiving a word from uh, you know scriptures or from up front here or from somebody else, a book, um, you know, just in prayer, receiving a word and receiving it with joy, but then. I don't know, I guess go on, you know, with life, I guess, and, and, and it quickly fades out, right? So, um, yeah, and of course, I, I can, I don't know about you guys, and maybe you can share what, what kind of soil, perhaps, that you identify with a lot, um, but being among weeds, totally. The cares of the world, um, <clears throat> life, you know, um, really can distract me from, you know, seeking, seeking Jesus 24-7-365, you know, so. Is there anybody here that seeks Jesus 24-7-365? <laughs> I just, just want to get a hand so we can encourage Roger with our likeness. Right. Charles does. I'm charged all the time. I'm charged all the time. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, and sometimes it's hard to see fruit, but hopefully I, I can be good soil too, and, and I know that I see good soil in all my brothers and sisters here, you know, um, but anyway. Yeah, I think sometimes when we read this passage, uh, it feels like Jesus is saying, you're one of these. You're either the soil on the path, or you're the the shallow, rocky soil, or you're um, the one that's in the weeds, or you're the good soil. And I, I just appreciate your thought on that, Roger, that that there's parts of us that seem to produce good fruit, and there's parts of us that seem to get choked off, and there's parts of us that receive it with joy, but, but it burns out pretty quickly. And there's parts of it that probably just get snatched away right away before we've even noticed that God's been sowing into us all along. One of the things I, I, I've loved about this parable that Jesus says is, is just how reckless the sower is, right? It, it's like when, I don't know about you guys, when you plant your garden, but I'm very, and this is just me, I'm very meticulous. I make the rows and I plant the seed or I, or I buy the starts and I space them out. I'm going to make sure I'm going to get as much for that seed as I possibly can. And I'm going to cover it exactly how it says it should be covered. I'm going to water it every other day. And my garden is off the hook right now. So that's pretty awesome. But but you don't see the sower of the seed in this parable doing that. What's he doing? Yeah, he's just like... He's just like... Tossing it I'm everywhere, it, right? It's going everywhere. It's for everybody. We'll see what it does. Yeah. 
and quite frankly, even, even on the uh, path, one of the cool things, uh, you know, that supposedly gets devoured, some of, some of the seed on the path doesn't get devoured because we've seen it. We've seen like a beautiful flower, some call them weeds, but we've, we call them flowers, um, have come up through concrete, you know? I mean, you see this on the freeway going south too, you know, um, all, the, all the trees, flowers growing out of the concrete on the freeway. Um, I think that's beautiful because even there, you know, God can provide the means for beauty and fruit to, to, to bless others with, you know, and so um, that's hopeful. And that's something that just kind of came to me too, that, yeah. that even there, um, hardest places to grow? the hardest places. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, and I think your, your take on this as there being multiple soils in this uh, is helpful because it's really easy uh, to compare ourselves and to get down on ourselves. And the enemy loves us to get down on ourselves and, and say, oh, your soil sucks. You're bad soil. You're, you're, you're full of weeds or you're rocky soil or you're just a stinking hard path. And the enemy want, really wants us to focus on that to the extent that we have no idea, like, oh, that, that interaction that I had over there blessed somebody. Or actually there's a fruit of patience that's, that's growing in my life. You know, Galatians 5, Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And one of my friends says that the fruit of the Spirit grows in the soil of adversity, which would be rocky soil <laughs> in some ways. It's like, if I want patience, uh, what happens? I encounter all these things that, that drive me towards impatience. Uh, so I get to learn and produce the fruit of patience. So um, I, I feel like it's, sometimes we just focus on the fact that, man, I don't feel like I'm producing any fruit that's being choked off by these weeds where I've got no root and it's just dying off all the time. And, and those things might be going on in us, for sure. But at the same time, we might actually also be producing fruit. So like one of the questions that we, we talked about, like, what's the fruit? What, what do you guys think the fruit is supposed to be in this parable? Any ideas? There's no wrong answers. Or what fruit do you hope that this Text is referring to. Did you find good soil with good roots that you go produce good labor? Okay, but what is what is the fruit that's produced? Like any I, any ideas? The sprouting of the labor of all all three factors being worked out. Yeah, but, but what's the, the soil? But what's the fruit, Chuck? Yeah, the word. Okay, sharing the word and what? And having people receive it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's there's all sorts of ways that we do that, right? It's not just uh, like St. Francis uh, said, um, preach the word always and sometimes, or preach the gospel always and sometimes use words. Yeah. So, yeah. Compassion, Compassion. is through. Yeah, that's really good, Jessica. What, what other fruit do you hope for? God, love. Love for yourself and for your fellow man. Love for Emmanuel. It's really good. Inspiration. Inspiration. Okay. Yeah. Healing is one fruit that um, that I think about too. Um, especially there's there 
So I read the Luke version of this story, right? There's there's two others. Um, both Mark and Matthew have kind of similar stories in their gospel accounts. And there's a reference that especially uh, that's in this text to Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, the Old Testament prophet, that um, talks about, you know, seeing you don't see, hearing you don't understand. Otherwise, if you see and hear, you know, you might call to me or seek me and be healed. So to me, there's a there's a kind of a hidden reference almost to healing as a fruit and wanting to see more of that and and not just physical healing, but emotional, um, spiritual, psychological healing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about was uh, like, how do we tend the garden? Like, so if, if we've got a garden, if there's soil in us that is rocky, or there's soil in us that is full of weeds, what do we do about that? Like, because uh, Ephesians chapter three, Paul prays that we would be rooted and grounded in love. And again, that's farming, a farming image, rooted in love. Um, but sometimes I feel like I'm rooted in other things. I'm, I'm rooted in negativity. I'm rooted in fear. I'm rooted in anger. Um, I'm rooted in doubt. So how do we, how do we tend to our garden? What do we do with the weeds? Oh, pull them. Pull the weeds. <laughs> yeah. That's what I can hear. Okay. Yeah, the weeds are the distractions. Yeah. Yeah. The casino. Yeah. Yeah. Shopping with shoes and hats. How many of you have tried to sort of like pull the weeds, like weed your own garden, right, of, of your heart and find some success, but then quickly, you know, like the weeds come back. Like, does that ever happen to you? Yeah. Yeah. It happens to me a lot. It can get really frustrating, right? You know, like. I was thinking about actively seek the word of God because and allow God to, you know, do that work for us. Yeah. By seeking God and allowing God to, you know, like, for instance, like, I, uh, like, in my room, I think the old stereo that I had in the military, I think my somebody was moved that this last time. It was in the war, as a matter of fact. And so what I do is, like, sometimes things like that, like, I'll turn on 106.5 radio. I would just let it stay on for days in, days out. Just yeah. Stay on, you know, walk in the room. I, I'll, I'll hear what's going on. I'll hear three songs or I'll hear Chuck the dog going off or something. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, right, like right. That. But it's something that reminds me, brings me back, just in case. Right. So worship and, and yeah. hearing hearing the word uh, also help weed the garden. Yeah, Patty? That's what I was Not just pulling good things stuff. out, but adding more good, more good compost, more. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how it would have happened in line. You know? Um, they actually, when they 
said, when you do have the flu leaves, don't let it necessarily. Some of them, like the butter test, you have to check. But the other ones, you can just lay, lay there, hold out and lay in there, and maybe they become sweet compost. I don't okay. know. So sometimes weeds Use become compost. Yeah. Oh yeah, God uses the in the death of those weeds in our lives, right? Uh, yeah, to become mm -hmm. compost. So there's there's a verse that Roger and I talked about in Romans chapter eight that says, um, verse thirteen, for if you live according to flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. If by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. And uh, this one, I, I brought it up when Roger and I were talking, because uh, if by the Spirit means uh, God's going to do something. And sometimes I've lived like I'm just waiting for God to do something. I'm waiting for God to change me. I'm waiting for him to pull the weeds. I'm waiting for him to change my heart. I'm ready for him, waiting on him to fix me, if by the Spirit. But then he goes on to say, we put to death deeds of the body. So the pendulum swings the other way where I can spend a lot of time thinking it's just up to me. I just got to grit my teeth and try harder. I've got I've to work all day long in the garden. I got to weed and weed and weed and weed and oh man, they're coming up again tomorrow and I got to weed again. So it feels like it's all on my plate to do the work. And, and this, this verse is, is Paul saying actually it's both. Right? If by the Spirit we put to death if by the Spirit we put to death, if by the Spirit we pull the weeds, right? That's that's the that's the way that God wants to do this in terms of helping us maintain our garden. Yeah, that's the sunshine and the rain for me is that I that reality that I guess that it's yeah that it's a partnership that it's a collaboration between the Spirit and oneself, right? Um, but boy, sometimes I ignore that spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems like, anyway. Um, I don't know, where, where do we want to go, Roger? Towards the sunshine. <laughs> let the one who has ears to hear, let them hear. Yeah. You want to pray for us, right? God, I just um, pray that you would uh, fall upon us here at, um, in this family, this congregation of brothers and sisters, both here and listening online. Um, would you? come as the sun and the rain and water the seeds that, that we've received, you know, through hearing your word, um, through the whisper that you, that you whisper into our ears, into our hearts, would you water it and let it grow and um, open our eyes, the eyes of our hearts and the ears of our hearts that we might you know, see you and, and recognize our partnership with you. We just ask this in the name of Jesus and as we go go out to the 
out these doors today would would you just um, bless us to your you know to to kingdom work I guess and um, to an allegiance to you Jesus it's in your name we pray. Amen.